Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. think people miss us maybe some people do comment about the podcast yeah i got a comment from my friend Brittany. she listened to it she's pretty religious in her listening um to the podcast and she heard it she the episode where we talked about Grey's anatomy and stuff what exactly did Brittany say specifically about me i don't know she mentioned your name casually <laughs> mm. people so. love when Gary's been drinking, I've not been drinking tonight, so it may not. This if if those are the only podcasts you tune in for, let me know. I'll drink more. <laughs> Is that going to be your whole personality? That now? could be my. Your I'm not much different. A little more obnoxious. Yes, louder. Yes, guys, listen. Last weekend, <laughs> also, we promised Haley Trout. Haley Shroud, shout out. We could just dedicate this whole episode to her. It's dedicated to her. It absolutely is. Yeah. So I don't. Um, she, I already know. She, I don't take Gary out in public very much. That's exactly what she was about to no, say. I, it's not that I don't take you out. It's, you don't take me out in public. You, you don't want to go anywhere with That's me. That's true. <laughs> not, not, no, I want to go places with you. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Everybody's not my cup of tea. Sometimes it's it's of a, a mutual benefit that I just stay home. Maybe. <laughs> so we had an opportunity to go hang out with some friends, and for Emily's birthday, she turned thirty with some of Abby's friends. Yes, and um, you know, couples like do things. They go to events together, and I think this is one part of our relationship we did not do a lot early on. You think? Um, I went a lot of places with you, like yeah. to your events. Yeah, I probably owe you a bunch. Yeah. Um, Gary just kind of hung back, did his thing. Or, you know, he was working. So um, we are now... The breadwinner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it's funny. I mean, we've been married for damn near 20 years. Almost 20 years. And we owe to we're, like, <laughs> we're like, hey, you want to do a couple things together. <laughs> and so we go to a party and we, like the last couple years, I have rarely said no to anything. Yeah. It was sort of a, even like pre Harlan kind of a thing. You yeah, did. Just, just um, do it. So 
suffering at this party brightness. there would be people that Gary knew but there were going to be people that I didn't I really know didn't really know and that Gary absolutely had no clue who they were um I don't know at what point things got twisted but it was like the first entire bottle of bourbon that was gone that I was like oh I'm the driver I'm driving <laughs> He's also going to start talking, dear God. Like, at one point, I look over, and he has cornered Haley Shrout, and he's, I don't know. I don't think I cornered her. I think it was very mutual. She was on one side of the table. I was on the yes. other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even want to know, like, what type of either a relationship advice or career advice he is bestowing at this moment. I don't moment. think it was either. I couldn't even imagine. And, of course... It was not long that Gary, like, found... It, it just took a couple of people to be like, he reminds us of blah, blah, blah. And, and, oh, you know, this comedian? And Gary, like... And bourbon was mentioned, and Gary's like, green light. I've got the green light to go. Let me tell you about my prostate exam. And it was like he had the entire damn room held hostage yelling about his prostate exam. And you think I'd be a good stand-up comedian? <laughs> I mean, I'd have to develop some material. I got way some more base than material. Your, way more than your prostate. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe you could. It's just, I mean, I'm sitting there with people that either like I work with, I have taught. First of all, they're all younger than us, yeah. so I don't care. <laughs> Respect I your elders. Love being environments. I don't know why. But I enjoy environments where, like, there is a lot of age difference in the room. And I like observing it and being in it and, like, talking to different groups yeah. of people. And I can switch really fast into those things. I think that's something I've always been good at. I don't have, but but I'm going to get into, like, a deep, like, hopes and dreams, what's going on in your life <laughs> conversation with you really fast. Because I don't know how to do small talk. Small talk. Gary just walked up to one poor girl who had braces, and she's not, like, young. She's younger than us. And Gary, like, insults her braces immediately. I didn't insult her braces. You just couldn't not not I mention. I offered her bourbon said, told her it wouldn't stain her braces. You just couldn't not not mention that she was wearing braces. Listen. Like, I would completely ignore the braces because she has her reasons. I don't, I'm not here to judge. Gary's like, what up with you wearing braces? <sighs> I mean... <laughs> Not a lot of adults have braces. They do. Or I mean, do sure. Like, I'm not saying zero have don't have braces, but it's usually something you take care. Like we talked about pricing for braces. <laughs> I, I I mean, listen. You made here's, that connection uh, as a as a benefactor of braces. As somebody who's bought braces, we <laughs> at one point we, I heard we her say, consumed. "I'm an adult and I can buy my own braces to you," and I was like, "Jesus, <laughs> what's he saying?" I feel like my shtick is anytime, and, and I'm just having an epiphany. It's always got to be all about me. <laughs> you just, you just had that epiphany. <laughs> First of all, I was getting real worried that Matt and Michael weren't coming, yes. and then I'd be stuck there. So at least I had Matt there, and so I think that little tiny bit of comfort. Just sends you over the edge because it's it's countered with the. Complaint. They didn't kick me out, so in <laughs> y'all are still friends. So I mean, 
I'll chalk that up as a success. <laughs> it's just. Will I get invited back at some point? Who's maybe. to say? Who's to say? <laughs> I don't think you like insulted anyone. You were just really boisterous. That's and, me. Yeah. It's so funny because we've acted so shocked and like, where does Charlie get <laughs> her love for the theater? And like, I'm like, I dabbled in some theater <laughs> and public spe- speech and drama in yeah, school. Yeah, I command a crowd. <laughs> but I like competed against people who had, like I was in competition rooms and, and plays where people had to be there. So what you're saying is there's no competition when I'm no, in no, a room. No, Gary no, Thank just, you. No, I'm That's saying like I was in validation a place I <laughs> where there was... I, like people were held hostage to watch the show. You, however, just take hostages. <laughs> You're like, you know what? This might be her 30th birthday, but <laughs> let's talk about me. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> also, on the same token, I wrote, <clears throat> I had to write a memoir. Oh, yeah. Speaking of you. And so what did I write my memoir about? Well, first you asked me what a memoir was, and I, I told you. <laughs> that's, that a, lo- that's how much I'm being taught in my class. That I told you that a lot of times people write memoir about place or people that are important to him. And I and shared, she said, or an experience. I said, but like I shared that I've written about like my grandparents' home and my grandmother. And I, I was like, those were memoirs. Mm-hmm. Gary was like, you know what is a memoir to me? My prostate exam. That's right. Wrote it up. I feel like. What grade did I get, Abby? An A. What, what type of A? 100. That's right. Are we sure he's even reading these? I don't know, but I also got an invitation to have it published in some kind of. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> swear to God. Bullshit. Let me read to you. Are you this, serious? I mean, Abby writes way better than me. I swear to God. But so they. <laughs> This is from my teacher. Um, I only commented on structural errors, but last year the college started an online literary and arts journal called The Writerly. We put out our first digital issue in the spring of last year. We are looking for other journal entries for this spring. Uh, the categories are fiction and nonfiction, such as your memoir. Um, I could put photography in there. It says, I've... I've Giving you the link below, see the guidelines, submit your memoir or any other piece of personal writing that you uh, have completed and you want me to look over or help you workshop it. I will help in any way I can. That's, that's a personal message to you. Yeah. That's on my assignment. Wow. Wow. And guys, I wrote this in less than 30 minutes. It's ridiculous. I think your delivery is much better than your your oral delivery is better than your written. I delivery. wrote it. If you've heard the story out of my mouth, I wrote it exactly like that. Except no profanity. Yeah, I, I mean, I had to keep it classy for a grade. And no mention of like. Well, never mind. I'm going to go into that section of the story. So. <laughs> I know which section you're talking. You know about. exactly what I'm talking about. So yeah, that. So we we're like, oh, we'll go to this party. We'll come and podcast. 1 a.m. We are in the Waffle House, and there is no place I would rather be on a Saturday night, drunk as a skunk, than in the Waffle House. It's the best place to be. We had to wait at the Waffle House, which was a first. They had like the counter. It was closed, and it was. I'm like, they only had one waitress, but they're like all the counters closed. And the girl gave me a straight up heads up tip. She was like, "Girl, you do not want the gravy." Right she now. she did say that. She gave so me the like, heads up. So I like panicked, and Gary was like, "Just get pork chops," and I was like, "I did not need to eat a plate of pork chops, but I sure did." 
I puked in Jason and Emily's yard, so. I'm pretty sure their dog ate it. That protein. (laughs) City barbecue. (laughs) Remix. Oh. Oh, man. I rallied. (laughs) I puked. Let's go to Waffle House. Let's go to Waffle House. My stomach was on E. So, yeah, it was a fun weekend. It was. Then the Super Bowl happened on Sunday. Out. So we get in. It's like two o'clock in the morning. Our daughter has babysat our son. They're both passed out of sleep on the couch together. Yeah. So I go lay in the bed. Immediately, Harlan gets up. So I lay on the couch. Right. It's almost two thirty. I'm laying there, room spinning. I mean, it's <laughs> memories, right? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna sleep here. You gotta do that trick where you put your one foot on the floor and one foot on one hand on the wall. Works every time. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. It didn't keep me awake. Gotcha. So I'm like, I'll sleep here. Abby knows I'm in bad shape. 6.30. Hey, Dad. <laughs> Where'd you come from? <laughs> um, Want to watch PBS Kids? Bloopers? PBS Kids. Bloopers? Please. I was like, bro, here's my phone. <laughs> um, here's the password. Some, somebody else is going to wake up before I do. I've had it, bro. I don't know. He watched a lot of YouTube, I bet. Between Charlie babysitting him and you <laughs> coming to you in the morning. Charlie's going, what are you guys doing? Are you coming home? Is it 2 o'clock? Huh? Are you serious? <laughs> All right, Mom. And then I got, like, some text message. Harlan's not going down easy. He's not going to sleep. I guess you're just not going to get your clean house. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> All right. Amazing. You've had your fun. Go to bed. Yeah. Well, are you all coming home anytime soon? I'm going to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not waiting up on you any longer. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Oh, my God. That one. They're a mess. She bought... She she bought Sylvia Plath the bell jar. Like, like super just angsty. You know, like... I don't know, but I mean, being a scholar, you'd think I know. But you should. I should. As you should. I mean, English isn't my, um, it isn't the field I'm looking into, but it's obvious I'm distinguished in that. So okay, okay, you're you're loving yourself. You keep going. <laughs> you're trying to find a way to do. I'm me. not. I'm not. So. uh did everyone enjoy the Super Bowl halftime show? No, no, they didn't. No, they did not. You did after the fact. Yes. So, Charlie's Christmas present was going to see Waitress. Yes. Paid no attention to when the Super Bowl was. Picked this date because it was honestly the only day we. Yeah, could we're do literally it. booked up from now until June, and it sucks, and I hate every bit of it, but. This um get in where you fit in. Right. And and you know, luckily we had like her play schedule ahead of time to make sure we weren't interfering with that. And it we had to go on a Sunday night, which I you know, I was like, eh, that's a little icky, but she w- absolutely wants to see this play. Um, it's a musical and it was really cool. It was really awesome. Um, we had a little little hiccup when we first got there because because there was some thick up. Yeah. Pull it down a little bit. Um, the seats were, uh, is that better? Yeah. Sorry, the seats were at the very top in the very back. 
And first of all, when I looked at the seats online, like you can, you you see the view, and I was like, oh, that's a good view. It was not a good view. Like I ain't paying one hundred fifty dollars for like whatever, it is, <laughs> like that <laughs> the lower level. Yeah. Well, hmm. um, we. You know, clearly need to change my life and get to be hella skinny. I don't even know if, like, at my skinniest, I would have felt comfortable. So when I when I went there, I sat on the edge. Yeah, the I did aisle, too. I did too. Which was perfect for like leg room. I don't think you were on the top top. I don't think you were in the loft. I think you were on the second floor. We were on the third floor. Yeah, we were on the second floor. Okay, third floor. It's a little tight up there in the loft. That's what she said. <laughs> So we're on the end, and Charlie and I are like, okay, if this, you know, no one comes, no one else comes, and like, we're th- there are three seats left in our row, and I'm like, girl, you're going to get to scoot over, you can see, it's going to be okay, because she was kind of pissy about it, and trying not to be pissy, but also, she was pissed, that it was just, you could not see this one part of the stage, like the, the well, it'd be the right side of the stage, where a, turns out, a lot of action happens on this side of the stage, so, I mean, on cue, it is one minute before curtain, and these three women show up. They the heifers are, roll in. We had to literally get out of our seats and go to the go out of the row and all the way down the stairs for them to get through. There was no way we could all. They couldn't just casually pass over us with us standing. Right. Um. Not only that, so Charlie was literally on top of me. I'm trying to get into the row. The seats jamming into me um they ended up being play like perform like talkers they talk i hate that movies i mean i've not been to a ton of plays um but like a character do something like oh man what a jerk oh are you kidding me that's right that's right and charlie was like looking at me like are you what are they doing because this was just not good etiquette you know um but she's over a manual for that I don't know. I mean, I just, I assume that people know that just out of, then like down below us, there was a guy who just laughed super extra loud and, and, and at everything. So between that, she was like, what the hell? Like, where are we? <laughs> what is this? this yeah. you know. And, um, we, it gets into it. She, she hears like her, one of her favorite songs and I can just kind of see her mood lighten. And she was, Did, were they good? Oh, it was amazing. Like they were, the, they they the performers were awesome. Um, the play itself is really cool. It's written. The music is written by Sarah Sarah Bareilles, and um, I didn't real. I thought the movie was based on the play. I didn't know there was a movie. Yeah, there's a there's a movie about it, but it's based on that movie. And then she wrote the the music, so it's modern. Um, they've got uh, like a little band on stage the entire mm-hmm. time. Um, like how Jimmy Fallon has the roots. Sort of. They've got their own. Yeah. And they're just sitting, they're, they're a part of the play the entire, there's no pit, you know. Um, the, it, it mostly all takes place in um, a pie diner and then a gynecologist's office. To which, you know, I'm like, oh, there's going to be talk of like. Gynecology. Babies. Gynecology. But there's an affair. And there's actually two affairs. And one budding relationship, and uh, in one particular scene, it was a free for all. There was a lot of sexual acts happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Describe the pie. That was my favorite. That's what I've told everybody. 
So she's lying on the table, the stirrup table, you know? And so she makes pies. This is like her whole thing. She is this renowned pie maker. Cream pies. And she has a pie. She has her legs up in the air, um, straight up in the air, straddled, and puts a pie right there on her lower um, pubic, pubic area. It's a poontane pie. And the guy puts his head into the pie. Motorboats it? Yeah, very American pie. All right. Um, she, I can just feel her, like, she's eyeballing me, eyeballing the stage, and, like, we're just in this, like, <laughs> I don't want to make eye contact with her. So I'm just shaking, closing my eyes, shaking my head, like. What were the uh, the chatterers saying in this? They, we had moved at this time. Oh, okay. We found an open row, and we took it, just two rows down, so we didn't have to listen to them. Take that pie, girl. <laughs> Then there's another scene directly to the side of so that. They just hit the sexual innuendo yes. back to back. It wasn't even innuendo. It was straight up sex. And there's like a couple having sex, but they they're in costume because they're both Revolutionary War um, reenactors. Oh yeah. And he's Paul Revere, Love and she's good Betsy fetish. Ross, and she screams the british are coming and he does, he does <laughs> is he british that no, make it even better no well he just the british are coming and charlie dies <laughs> does she laugh yes <laughs> funniest thing she's ever heard and then like we're five minutes away from that scene she goes <laughs> the british are coming and i was like god bless <laughs> i mean they're all technically british at that get point. me out of like she's 13 and you laugher man he's just he's beside himself you know he is so Tickled. Slapping his knee. Oh, he's it's hilarious to him. But I love it. Aside from that, like I got a, it's a there's some heavy emotion in it. Um, it's it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful musical. And I didn't you say it. before the pandemic when you went and saw it, you got a pie? Yeah. Well, I mean that was, um, on Broadway they actually had pie oh. for you. I don't know if they actually they they had drinks um there that were, uh, pie inspired that you could get. Shit to bomb. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's one of the highest concession stands I ever saw in my oh, life. Shit, Charlie was like, "Oh, M and M's," and when I got a drink, she got a drink, and I was like, "What the hell?" There went your money, sis, and that she forgot in her coat pocket upstairs, and I was like, "I, I guess I got this. All right, you were supposed to buy concessions." Scammer. So, but so, it, it was so a, all that to say, Abby missed the Super Bowl. I missed the Super Bowl. It was the one time that like it was I our had time to shine in the Super Bowl, like. I, I was thinking, like, I don't know if there will be a time again where there will be musical artists that I'm, like, really into performing at the Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. that, the, like, nostalgia, my people, I knew the music, I knew the song. That was it. And I didn't get to see it live. I had to download an app, and it had yeah. commercials. So I'd be, like, really getting into it. Like, it was almost as soon as they would transition performers, there'd yes. be a commercial. Like, it, oh, so frustrating. But... I think it was a great show. Um, it's so funny. It was a good game. It's so funny, the people that, like... It, I mean, it, it cut off two generations. Like, the before us and after us, you know, or, you know, older people and younger people were just yeah. kind of like, eh. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you what know? you're saying. Yeah. You know, like, so it was very clearly this Gen X, Xennial, Gen... And, and then they're, like... 
immediately after on Facebook, they're talking about the ages of the performers, like yeah, in their fifties, and you're like, holy shit, yeah, they're in their fifties. Wait, that's only yeah. ten years older now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was looking at because Charlie asked me about Dre, and I was like, I don't. I mean, I know he's older than me, but like, he's what fifty six. 6, 54, 56. I was like, what the hell? What? And then I didn't know his... Uh, he was in really, good shape. Well, that. I didn't know he was related to Warren G. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were reading up on stuff. So she is now listening to Dre and Snoop, and then I caught her listening to Tupac. Yes, my girl. She was, she was rapping Hit Him Up. So how many people do you think thought so first of all, I don't know if it's kind of nuanced. On there's a piano part, yeah. That's uh, I ain't mad Not at you, me. which is Tupac, and then and I think that's symbolic because there was beef when Tupac died, mm-hmm. and then of course California Love, yes. And you're like, what? come on now, come where's the hologram? At yes. least give me the hologram. Yes. Which I went back and watched the hologram. It didn't look too good. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like it was cool. But we're talking. What was that, 10 years ago? Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't that special. Could they have, like, I don't know, done something? They could have done something to even incorporate him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, I but, so. but, but it was class. I mean, it was good what they did do. I like the piano. I like the yeah. – because that gave that transition to him playing the piano, which is yeah. – Charlie randomly knows how to play that on piano. Um, good for her. So, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. And yeah. She was – she said, "I get we're listening to hit him up, and she was like, "This is Logan Paul and Jake Paul. They don't even know a diss track." This I was like, "Please tell me what you know about a diss track, yeah. man." I mean, she was like, "What was it like, East Side and South?" And I was like, "Jesus, <laughs> <Yeah>. Charlie, <laughs> coasts, try coasts." <laughs> you know, if you want to listen to Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Fifty Cent, oh, Mary J. Blige, all job. that, uh, and celebrate Black History Month. Do I have a deal for you? <laughs> you can honor Black History Month with Amazon Music. That's right. You can go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash close enough. They've added a bunch of new stuff like Black Culture Radio. Uh, you can listen to um, podcasts like Group Thread and Connected. They have a bunch of playlists uh, with R&B artists, hip hop, all that stuff. That's, I mean, that's how we listen. And for to... you, just you listening, oh. special offer, three months. That's going to get you through Black History Month. Women's History Month. March is, what's in March? Abby's I birthday. Ju- I just said Women's History Month, but okay, I keep mean, going. Is that, th- is that a thing? It legit is a thing. Okay. Just keep talking. What's April? April flowers bring, or April showers bring rain flowers? Um, April's National Poetry Month. Yeah, well... All that for you, get amazonmusic.com forward slash close enough. If you want to cancel at any time, you can. Don't be like our dumbass daughter and <laughs> not cancel. Yep. Gary, why do we have a $9 charge to our credit card? <clears throat> to Amazon. Uh, to Amazon Music. Wait, we get it free. What? Charlie. Charlie added a little, <laughs> got her a little free account. Um. To her iPod, not a phone. Still, yeah, she's a long way away. We from that. Uh, we attempted the conversation. We are pushing that date back for a later later approach. So, but we, you and I, yes, party differently. 
<laughs> so we go, we went through kind of every party I've ever been to. That's kind of if I get drunk, that's how I act. But if no. I'm not drunk, I'm chill in the corner, kind of watching. I'm trying. I'm to friendly. Think, I'm trying to think of like one where you've not been drinking. Um, that makes me sound amazing. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. It's it's rare that we both like. Let her hair down together. Yeah, so you've heard the story of of me and how I act, and then there's Abby's ankle and <laughs> and how she just wants to ground herself and be one with Earth. <laughs> that's not true. That's Normally, true. that's that's, that's literally all, all the last two all story. Anyway, okay. okay. Um, okay. my general vibe is seriously like. I will go talk to people and I just want to sit and talk. And if there's like music, that's wonderful. I love like, I love just laughing and joking and I'm going to be that person that will bring up like memories or jokes that we all share to share together. I'm not going to just randomly tell stories, personal stories, personal stories. I may tell stories that involve all of us. That's how we, that's how you become closer with people. But I definitely find myself like going all in in conversations with people where um, I'm going to hit something like deep, like minutes. There have been times where like the moment people find out I'm a teacher or something about me teaching, mm -hmm. we're talking about education. It never <laughs> That's fails. That's true. That is true. It never fails, whether I've initiated it or not. Um, Maybe Save the World campaign. Well, there's this story, you know, we went, I don't know if you remember this, but we were in the car, we were on a trip out of town with people that Gary definitely knew, and I really, we were in Florida, and I really didn't, I knew the people just through Gary, right. and there was a whole other couple there that I did not know at all. Right. At all. We get in the car to go to a restaurant the very first night we're there, like drop your luggage off, we've met these people very casually, I think we laid on the beach together. I got drunk then. <laughs> Minimal conversations. By the end of the car ride, like I have this one particular person's entire trauma story involving her son and another relationship. And it's, but it all came out of. I'm a teacher. I'm a high school. What do you do? I'm a high school teacher. Boom. Conversation explodes. Or I was a middle. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. School teacher at the time. Well, it's fair. It's everybody has a story about a teacher. Sure, sure. Know? Or they have kids and they're you know wanting to talk yeah. about that or or whatever. But but that usually happens. Or like I will just go into like launch into deep 
deeper conversation to avoid. I don't know how to be like, so what, what do you do for a living? Where are you from? Like, I can't connect. Oh, I don't know about anything. Other right. Than teaching, like, really. you, well, uh, that's unfair. No, no, no. I'm like businessy, like, you know. I think that's really unfair. I, I, but I didn't mean it to disrespect you with that. It sounded meant. a little disrespectful. I do know things. I know a lot of things. <laughs> but I know lots of things. You can talk about, like, you can just pick up on, you can bullshit so well. I can't. I don't know how to bullshit. Um, and your memories of, of places and things are different than, than mine. So I, I can't. Like, if you ask somebody where they're from, you generally can, like, make weird connections to that place. And yeah. I don't have anything to offer like is there a school there is there do you have <laughs> rivers and or lakes like i don't know what's your state bird um <laughs> <laughs> i'm just really bad at that and just so awkward and self-conscious when i talk to people but we're both very more i mean even sober we're very much more outgoing mm-hmm. well i mean that's the the social lubricant Mm-hmm. I, and I casually said to you this weekend, like, well, maybe you just have something like a little social lubricant, you know, just to kind of ease you. And it was like, tube of it was, he was slippery, damn slippery, <laughs> fast. And it happened so fast. Like, I think I went and got a plate of oh, food. He's so fast. He's so fast. I went and got a plate of food um, that I didn't finish because I was like, I need to go talk to this person over here. And I jumped tables really fast, got stuck there for a while. By the time I come back, I'm like, Oh, hell. Cause I see the empty. <laughs> well, she is. Uh, Abby's like, don't you don't Gary Wayne. You, I'm like, you got a little co- questionable I and you questionable. bullshit and you knew it. And I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to tolerate ugly. So, <laughs> Oh, but I think, I th- you know, it's just funny that you can just, um, and, but that's any situation we're in, you are going to be able to chat people up, small talk, and I'm just, I mean, look at look at us at the gym, you know. That's true. I'm not going to. I would like to try to go to the gym at all this week. I feel miserable. I hate myself. I'm, I'm just. I did go see Jeremy this week. You saw Jeremy. I saw Shelly. <laughs> had my an, my annual wellness check that just was pathetic. I don't, and I don't mean to be disrespectful. Shit. But it, but if you don't know me, I pro- it may sound a little. It one hundred percent sounds disrespectful. So I have to go back at, uh, as the last episode. I detailed my doctor visit, so I had to go back. They're going to check my blood pressure. All this. I mean, nothing earth-shattering so i go in there check my blood pressure it's good uh I, the, the doctor comes in said well your blood pressure is good uh I'll see you in three months i said uh w- jeremy we could have done this in a text <laughs> he said i can't check your blood pressure through a text i was like well you should trust me that, that i check it <laughs> and he had, an, he had a he always has a uh, medical student with him and i look at her and i was like that could be your innovation. Text health. Oh, my God. The fact that you have. And then, for spite, the, the motherfucker leaves me in there for like 15 should. minutes <laughs> waiting to get my appointment card. you have the audacity to look at someone and tell them how to do their job. Listen. You're 
such a white guy. Like, of course you would. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to be funny. And then, so this is the part that got me. At the doctor's office? The nurse comes back with my appointment card. She says, oh, <laughs> we've got a bunch of these. We're just giving them out to everybody. Here you go. So she gives me this stuff. I take it. I look at my appointment card. Get off the car. I look at what it is. These little pamphlets. These little pamphlets, right? Mm-hmm. The first one is 75 ways to improve your heart. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, hold up. The second one is uh, CPR steps. <laughs> I'm like, these motherfuckers. I'm about to die. They, they are tired of my shit. <laughs> They're like, you know what? You know what? You are an asshole. You're probably just take I, these. <laughs> listen, I'm, you're on your own. Me and Kathy, the nurse, we're cool. <laughs> She's like, oh, you've lost a little weight. I was like, thank you. I was like, you smell good. <laughs> you did not. Of course I did. Of course I did. What the hell? That's so weird. What is wrong? Tit with for you? tat. I don't know. <laughs> what else are I gonna say? That mask makes your nose look great. <laughs> you said you smell good. She did smell good. <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to say? Not that. <laughs> Is that weird? Like, no, just you, say thank you. Just say thank you. I got to be reciprocal. <laughs> you don't. I, I got into their whole scheduling. Like, I was like, oh, so you're about to go? She said, oh, no, I'm here till six. I was like, damn, you're hoping till six? That's crazy. <laughs> I, I was like, it's a long day. She's like, well, we only work four days a week. I was like, oh, I was like, do you like get off? Are you off Monday? Do you get like Friday, Saturday, or you get Saturday, Sunday, Monday? She's like, nah, I get off Thursday. I said, man, that sucks. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Work two, off one, work one, off two. I love, I'm here for it. You can get so many things done on a Thursday. Things are open. That'd be I, I would did, love I did that. like having, like my favorite days off were Sunday and Monday. I would love to have one of my days off be a weekday when other things in the world are open. True. But also, we've talked about this today. When you're younger, right, time is not as important. Like, you fill your time up with the dumbest shit. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Or work or whatever. Like, time yeah. is not – you don't value your time as much until – you know, you got less in the hourglass than you started with. Right. I would go in on Sundays and stay all day at work and skip whatever I had to do. I mean, before we had kids, you leave before the sun came up and came home at dark. Like, Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it just the shift of all that. And I was doing. I used to go to work for fun. Yeah. I used to go hang out for fun. Yeah. I would. Uh, I mean, and I was coaching, so I was like trying in my head like. All of this was purposeful and intentional, and and you give your time, which in teaching it's kind of like it's a really big conversation now about like, um. So there's this big, you know, if, if I get on Twitter right now, and this is just my Twitter or, or TikTok, my algorithm will will pull up a lot of teachers who are leaving the classroom, Pe- people that are my age, my like anywhere from ten years, seventeen years, and then you'll have a few like three, four, five-year, you know, teachers just walking away, saying, I'm, I can't, I'm done. That it's significantly before their retirement time. Yeah. And so much of it, and the thing that they will quote, is this, this concept of, you know, how much time and free labor teachers essentially give right. to, their, to their career. And, and I did that thinking, like, 
number one, that that was the only way I could teach. And I still have trouble with that. Like, I think that's the only way I can be successful as a teacher is to do that. And I would coach, you know, and I think if you take like a coaching stipend and you look at like the hours that a coach puts in versus what that paycheck is, it's, you know, it's nothing, you know, for, for an hourly wage for what you do. And, you know, my time was so full with all of that, that I wasn't out, you know, doing other things. And then the only money I'm bringing in is very, right. <laughs> not mean. I mean, it's adequate, yeah. but it wasn't, you know, lucrative by any means. Yeah. So I have thrown all this time and something, and now I'm looking at it like, well, shit, you know, we need, what did I get out of that? What did, we're right. What if I, I didn't get a damn some, thing out of that. in some TikTok, I think I sent it to you. I don't know. It was like on your weekends, don't, escape from the life you have don't spend the time escaping from the life you have build the life you want and it's like people doing something whether it's like doing home improvement to make their house a more like peaceful landscape like they're doing out yard work to put a fire is it ever drugs is like right <laughs> and like, i'm like wait a minute but if i'm every weekend i'm building the life i want to live when do i get to escape and just do nothing like yeah. is that a possibility but <sighs> thanks biden <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with shit but yeah i do have uh, i don't regret teaching ever and i'll never regret teaching and, and choosing that as a career but what could we have done differently like financially when we were younger and not dumbasses and spent all of our money on trips and no, it was food. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's still our main like. Like this week, we were horrible because I couldn't. We had no time. We had no time, so I draw. You know, I did cook one night. Yeah, Sunday night comes, and I've been at a theater until nine o'clock, and I, I try lesson planning and getting some stuff together hey, listen, for the next Man's day. Tremendous steak. I'm jealous. I had and pork chop. I did have chewies on that night, so it was really good. Baja talk. I am down for some good tacos these days. Like, I know. Like you had tacos street today. tacos. The kids aren't here, guys. We got it. We had a <sighs> night. We got. <laughs> we went and ate, and then like went to Kroger, got our medicine. You, you went to the Kroger <laughs> pharmacy. Up our prescription. That's right. We should have got our little treats out there instead of door dashing. Uh, and so for the first time, we door dashed. Shamrock, uh, yes. Shamrock Shake, Shamrock Sunday. Sunday. So I'm obese at this point. Like it's just I I'm. Mean. My doctor even offered me Adipex prescription, and I said no. My doctor said, "How about you eat better and exercise?" I need to. I want to. I want to. And I, I'm like, I. Do you know how it, blanket of a fucking? On. No, huh? I can beat this. Okay. She's like. You know, I think you can. I think you can just. You know, you can get there. And I'm like, I am tired. But she can all the time. Stop. No offense. I am tired. All due respect. All the time. You know, I I'm exhausted more than I have ever been, and I don't know. And she's like, Yeah, a lot of us are feeling that. And she's like, Is there if there's anything you need, let me know. I'm like, I am tired all the time. I need methamphetamine. <laughs> Give me the meth. Um, you know, like. Do you know she's like my blood work looked great everything you know I haven't done my cholesterol yet but I'll do that in a couple of weeks at school and I told her my numbers from last year why didn't she they didn't check it with my blood panel it just you know she she's like have you ever had that checked I was like yeah and I told her my numbers like one fifty two hey mom was it really yeah shit mine's like one ninety five yeah as long as you're under two hundred it's good right. she's like well 
perfect. But um, you gotta get those omega threes, man. You gotta eat almonds and your. I've been eating shit out tuna. Salmon's and I don't. I don't eat tuna as fat enough. Anyway, um, so she's like dropping our fitness podcast. She's like, so fuck. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) that one caught me off guard. (laughs) So she's like, you know, I just feel like you know. Things that worked for me was like the buddy system. I think that's why Weight Watchers work so good. And I'm like deep into podcast and shit about like why Weight Watchers does not work for people. Why it is like not, it's not the way, like it works when it works. But that's very, expound <laughs> on that. Well, it, it it doesn't, it's not long term. It only works if it's you not long term. Right. It's, it's not how anything is. And it's, it creates the good food, bad food. Right. with 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 your eating. I think it's a little more inclusive because everything's assigned like a point value. Well, and, and for some reason, the very first time, but they I, I think switch, you. But here's the thing. I, I was gonna say the they very first time you did up. it, and we had the whole scale. Remember, they had yes. the. But now it's like, oh, you can have seven thousand points a week, and they can carry over, and you can eat three pizzas on a Friday. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Shit? But but if you walk, you can do this. But you can't have a piece of bread. Like that's it. Doesn't make yeah. any sense. So it's a really weird formula first of all Shout and, out and, Watchers. and then keep changing the numbers on it anyway you like uh medallions like you're an aa or something like yeah, they used to yeah um so and the app is crazy expensive but they will they will email you and text you cr- if you have ever had the weight watchers app yeah we paid for that for a while yeah i couldn't figure out how to turn it off <laughs> So <laughs> that's your, if you want if you want some passive income from the Thomas family, just have us sign up for something that we can quit, and but we'll never figure out how to quit it. We tried ABC Mouse for how long? That was a solid four years. I was like, are we still getting charged eleven ninety nine? That was with Charlie. Yes, I think we were like, well, here Harlan. Charlie's shit. in the third grade. We're like fucking ABC Mouse again. <laughs> So anyway, she was like telling me like accountability systems are good. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I, I've heard that about. I know, but I'm like, I love going to the gym. I love how she's like, well, just pay attention to how you feel on those days. Like, did you not sleep good? I, I'm not sleeping well. Here, here's what I would have said. Did you go to medical school to ask these dumb fucking questions? <laughs> so, I'm with all due respect, doctor. I know. So maybe I should have just shut the hell up and taken. See, we could be doctors. <laughs> we could be internet doctors. I know so much from TikTok. So I should have just taken the Adipex and had the energy, but it makes me so fucking mean. It makes me hyper fixate on things. That's the benefit. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't like who I am. And God, then I'll imagine get, if you popped one this morning, this whole this house would have been spotless. You give me that and a solid phone call with somebody. Shit, you know it's that's true. the side hustle. That is. That's a, so this whole conversation was leading into side hustles because Abby had a friend approach her about doing yeah. a little something on the side. And listen, I'm I am a stipend whore. Like she's going to the state wrestling tournament on Monday. Because <laughs> I'm a wrestling coach. So I they're like, there's a job opening. I'm like, I can do that. Prom, I got you. You want me to take you on a trip? I got you. Three grand. I'm like, why why club sponsor? Yes, kids, I'll do. I'm also a sucker when kids come to me and they're like, Will you please be the sponsor? Nobody else will do it. Oh, okay. And so I'm in on these things. Um, but I I genuinely like like the the things I'm like I enjoy doing those things. But right. anyway, I have I have done some crazy stuff. Like, is there a stipend with that? I'm in. Um Borderline so, prostitution. <laughs> for There's education. No um, 
like I've done tutoring and stuff and I like, I enjoy that. I just don't have the confidence in myself to tell you, like there's a woman out there making money tutoring kids for ACT, like gobs of it, gobs of it. She calls her, I don't want to like out her. She's like the, I think she just goes by the ACT. It's ACT mom, but she has, she's changed her name to something because to be more inclusive of other tests and stuff. I don't have the the SAT these days. People do. It's a thing. Um, Depends like what college you're going into. And some people can be more successful on that. Plus the PSAT can qualify you for national honors, national merit scholars. Anyway, I don't have the confidence in myself as a teacher, like sometimes to say, let me tutor you and improve that test score. Because what if I don't? What if you don't get better? That's I just took thing. your money. No guarantees in life. <laughs> Here's your money back. Like I don't no, have, no I feel so guilty. Kids fucking stupid. <laughs> That's not true. That's what I'd say. That's not true. Say, listen, little Johnny's a dumbass. Stop. He, Stop he's unteachable. <laughs> So I'm always like, you got an 11 on the ACT for a fucking know, reason. Gary, know that like I do know things and I can help them. I always get, I'm too insecure about that. However, so one that knows somebody <clears throat> reaches out and they're like, hey, they really want experience. They're specifically reaching out for experienced people. She's like, I thought of you. Part of me knows that she's probably getting a signing bonus. If she right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like fully as a recruiter. Aware, yeah. Yeah. I'm fully aware. That's of cool. That. Like I'm down with that. Right. But it is, it was like a $40 an hour gig. You tell Seth. I can tell him. Yeah. Ni hao, my brother. Uh, Gary. It's Chinese people. What are you talking about? I mean, uh, I can speak oh, Chinese. No, stop. So anyway, it was tutoring, but it was definitely going to be before school. The times are all like pre seven a.m. post seven p.m. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, I can do that. I have an hour, and she's been doing it, and she like has you know has it extra thousand dollars this month alone i'm like god do that toss that aside in a little safety you know account that savings account that i'll not touch and you know we have a down payment for a house we could make way more money if we sold drugs we could (laughs) but i i mean i had to have this real conversation with gary because i was the more the only thing is here's the crazy part i was the voice of reason i was like hey you don't have time to do this shit you Back to Abby's doctor's appointment, part of this whole thing, not having time and this and that. I'm going to say we lived here. Mm-hmm. Abby had a CPAP machine. Mm-hmm. It's in the closet. Full, full blown sleep apnea. No, she, it was mild. She looked at my record. She's discarded that. She outgrew it. I hate it. Being the doctor and herself, she. But I anyway, lost, I part of what I lost her, weight and I didn't feel. The same anxiety. I also changed my job. So a lot of my sleep improved. It's then I had a fucking low. then I had a fucking baby. And I swear to God, I'm in like perimenopause and my hormones are jacked up. My energy is all for me, guys. all over the place. And also I'm teaching in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Like my I heard that excuse worked in twenty twenty. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. My job is still so much harder than it has ever. It was harder it's harder now than it was then. And people put un undo like I'm reading this shit. Listen, I talk all this shit about how I'm gonna come in and improve education, and that's a fact. Okay. Like, but okay. Anyway. I look at this shit coming out of Frankfurt and these other states, I'm like, who in the fuck do these people think they are? One hundred percent this is all an effort to di- disassemble, destroy public education. Public education. So that the only thing that looks good 
is privatization and charter schools so that people, it's not because they want schools to be better. It's because they want their pockets to be fatter. I'm just down, wait I'm, for Listen, there's a world where that can both happen. Not for us. Not for us. We will. That's right. We need to start a church and then oh church school God. and then bam, our own doctrine. I joke. But no. Did I tell you I found that book at Goodwill? The yeah, way down? The way down, yeah. I don't wanted to buy it, but I was like, that's stupid. Don't do that. You we don't, don't, we, we don't need but that what book. What if it works? <laughs> <laughs> what if it works? just read this little chapter? <laughs> you want a shamrock shake? Take it to Jesus. <laughs> I did not take it to Jesus. He brought it to me. <laughs> but it, going back to the side hustle thing. Also, Revelation, something I said I'd never do, and I did. I downloaded TikTok in my COVID frenzy. <laughs> and to be honest, I don't like it. I mean, it, I'm not hooked on it yet just because everybody said I've not got my algorithm yet. Now, you apparently have boobies on there, so. Yeah, a lot of boobies on there. That's. Well, I checked that I was a looking, male. Are you looking at I, the boobies? I swipe as fast as I can. Good job. I was looking for, you know, a lot of. Don't be a smart ass. I was looking for a lot of like diet stuff and fitness stuff and um but one of the one of the one of the things in my algorithm is all this entrepreneurial side hustle shit. Right. Like And I'm like, listen, I, I, I get it. I don't want I've if I wanted to be a businessman, I'd have been a businessman. I couldn't sell shit. No. We, I can't get a motherfucker down on Amazon. I can't give him free. I can't get free stuff away on this podcast. <laughs> I, I I told you, like, I feel this weird. In addition to that, like, build the life you want on the weekend. Like, I, I'm, you know, frustrated that we don't like we're not far along in our like economic health. I guess you could say, um, but yet at the same time, like all this stuff is like, if you want it, you would work for it. You would be out side hustling right now. I'm like, but I also need a little bit of sleep and my but the, kids. There, need a there is a place for that. Like Gary Vaynerchuk's one of my favorite people on earth. Sure. And he talks about that, you know, how you manage your time. Like if you're wanting to be an entrepreneur or have side hustles and he sh- like, he, he's one of those that doesn't just say, Hey, go do this. Like he does it and shows you how to do it. Like mm-hmm. he'd go to yard sales on the weekend, flip and make hella money. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of memes about him doing that because he's like, you know, he he talks the people down so much on the price, like you would at a yard sale, mm-hmm. and he I makes an exorbitant amount of money on it. But but he, and he, but he's like, if you're happy with what you're doing, don't. This isn't for you. It, he's like, but if if that's something you're seeking and you want to build a business, a brand, more money, whatever, this is how you have to do it. I literally probably could make great money on the amount. Like, there's a crib OnlyFans. <laughs> Told you, feet pics only. Um, mm, the janky feet, knee pics. <laughs> I hate my knees; they're disgusting and fat. Um, there's a crib full of clothes over there that if I wanted to, like, legit, I've almost thrown those in the trash a thousand times. Freaking do it! I'm gonna take them. There's some that are so good, um, but I could go and make money off that. But do, like, any time I've tried to have like a Facebook market. Blah blah blah. I hate it. It's so much of a hassle too. It's a hassle. But Garrett, what did Gary Vaynerchuk tell you about that? He would say it's worth that. Like, is it worth it? Yeah. What are you doing with that money? Like, you want that money, and you know, I guess it's all about priorities. I, you know, I used to. There's a part of me that like I love um, 
taking like repurposing furniture and repainting and, you're and good stuff. At it. But the minute I think that I'd have to do that for a job, it's not fun anymore. I would hate it, and I would get yeah. like really. And I love like to my that's one part of my TikTok algorithm is all over the place, and that's one part I watch people go and pick shit up off the side of the road, or they go, but they spend their day. You know, this isn't a, a weekend side hustle. They right. spend their days going out and finding, you know, driving through streets, and they live in areas where they'll just pick up something. And, and I feel like we're not in a like even yard sale stuff. We're not in a good spot for that, right? It's just you know, I I, t- I went to like thrifting and stuff is on my my TikTok, and I I went to Goodwill today, and I do think it's interesting that certain Goodwills will reflect the um, sort of culture. Of the like, even though Moorhead Goodwill is thirty minutes away from Mount Sterling Goodwill, they are definitely different. Like I was looking at the bookshelves, and just how different they are. There is a lot, a lot of religious. And um, Moorhead, yeah, Left Behind series texts. It's a good Slipknot song. And <laughs> it's not that. Um, tons of that, like, like Christian fiction stuff like that. And there was a teeny tiny section of YA. Somebody dropped off their the old playboys. <laughs> but here I find tons of YA books all the time and yeah. things in classics and stuff that my kids read, which is, but Moore had also had a outrageous number of textbooks. I mean, textbooks. it's a college show. So I was, but they were like teacher additions to stuff and i was like is somebody like breaking into the school and like you know those are all on the internet 100 percent, yes there's a whole um I'm, I'm in an ap lang teacher facebook group and these people get really irate because um students have taken found teachers editions and what they've done is they've scanned them and they're making money by selling to other kids open source yeah, yeah. So I don't think you should be able to make money, but I think it should be available. Here's the thing that I say to when I when they're like, has anybody had this problem with kids access? What what are you teaching, or how are you assigning the work in a way that kids feel like their only answer and their only option to learn that information is to cheat and turn it in? Well, here's the thing. Like for me, this is how I found that out. Yeah. Um, I have a class, Mm -hmm. and then I get like these dumb worksheets. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll just copy and paste the first question yep. on the worksheet, and then guess what happens? Quizlet. That whole fucking worksheet pops up. Not even that. I'm not paying for anything. Right. Somebody is you found it on the internet. I found the worksheet, and, for, and then I found. So I had one with like 20 questions. I found one with like a hundred questions on it. Yeah. That they'd taken those 20 questions out mm-hmm. of. I was like, hmm. So. My answer to that, and I never comment on these things. Somebody usually pipes up and says something like, you know, how my kids will never take essays home to write that I found the prompts online. Like, you know, they're going to write in front of me. And, but I never put that kind of pressure to be like, I need 12 pages of worksheets done by the end of the week. They're not going to do it. They're going to cheat to get it done because they don't have time either. So, no. And, and for me, like I'm a very deductive learner. Like, give me two or three hints, or like let me get the gist of what I'm uh-huh. of whatever the topic is. I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. Like <clears throat> my education classes, I'm in human growth and development, and it very much mirrors my psychology class. Absolutely. It, it I mean, it's it's it it's freaky. I'm not saying this. 
This is just fact. I don't read. I don't read the chapter. I don't have I don't have the hour to read this whole thing. So I start answering the questions and then I figure out like, okay, all right, I got this. And then I take the quiz and I and I pass the quiz based on just learning the like the little nuance of all mm-hmm. the subject matter. The summaries and stuff. Now, if they were to tighten up on the on the uh, the <laughs> answers, I'd be fucked. <laughs> what if they were to ask you to write? On the topic. I'd be awful. Right. So that is one of the most, like, that is a but skill they don't, in the standardization of education to yeah. make it easier for them to grade it. That's how they do this so that they can grade more But they quickly. just want my money. 100%. I mean, that's... So, but in that, and that's what, in College Board and ACT and Pearson, they just want your money too. And so do, so it's do. It's a Pearson. Oh, I have shocking. Yeah. Um, and so do the legislators and the people who make these laws that say we have to take these standardized tests because they're getting kicked back. I just did I a whole chapter on stand. I, didn't, I mean, obviously I didn't read it, but <laughs> um, they were a good thing in the beginning. Sure. it. You know, it. everybody like, like. Standardized tests this- in the beginning were to increase the number. Like it wasn't just I'm going to this one school and taking like I think it was Harvard or Brown or, or it was mm-hmm. an Ivy League school. Yeah. They're like we we want a lot of people to come here. So let's open this up. So then. we're gonna like it's not just we know the smart kids from Montgomery County High School can come here. We we want to see what they all know and we'll, we'll have to set a standard right for what they know to come here. And, and, and it I, opened it opened up higher education. I, I have a love hate relationship with, you know, data. Which is what you're getting from this is like it's a score to say what ha- it's achievement. What yeah. can you do? Because I do like knowing feedback from my kids about, you know, and quickly about what they can do or cannot do. And reading and writing are so mushy and time consuming <sighs> that it. um, it's hard to get that data back quickly when, you know, you're putting 30 some kids in a room together. I mean, I have two AP classes that's 70. It's well now. It's probably down to sixty-five kids since the start of the school year. That's a lot of essays to read to give them feedback to let them know how they're doing. Right. So can we do things like throw a test at them that's multiple choice that can get the same information, or how do I you know fix that? So that becomes this issue, and then you know all of a sudden you're teaching a test because that is the the standard. And but now we're in the situation where we're testing our kids with ACT, and some schools are still using ACT and some schools aren't and they're saying like you know what we what does it matter now and then you have some schools that keep increasing the score score because everybody's getting ACT prep yeah why wouldn't you how the hell did we supply get and demand but oh yeah there were textbooks at the Goodwill <laughs> uh, um, there were also some really cute 1970s Afghan quilts that I really wanted to buy. Speaking of some old school decor, if you haven't already, the new season of the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel's out. God, I, but it's only two episodes, and that pisses me off. But because we probably wouldn't have done this podcast if the whole season. Oh no, <laughs> no, watching. I it. can't. I love it so much. It's I love such a good show. And I the the costumes. Oh my god, yeah, it's Her all, outfits are beautiful. Like you can just. But this season's a little darker than the other ones it's yeah not, like it, it's uh, it's starting off a little you can only go up from here yeah but if you if you've watched the show the show is about but the whole time she has miriam she, mazel she has overcome everything and been right successful it's in, all been the, about the struggle of a female comic in the 50s 
Yes. Or 60s. I think it's more 60s. She, yeah. Because her dad was looking for a 1957 yes. edition of the, yeah. So she has not had any, but, but at the same time, struggle is there, but she has had nothing but like surprising success, right? She is shocked. Because she's funny as shit. She's funny and she shocked everybody. So she has never really had. Spoiler, like, she got arrested for prostitution for just And it's talking. only her second arrest. Um, She, but, but every turn and I think all the other seasons, everything is coming up roses for her. At some point, there may be some rejection along the way, but right, but it, she it's solid by the end of the episode. This time, it's not looking good. <clears throat> right from the last episode coming over into or the last season coming into this one, yeah, you know, it's it's if listen, it's funny, it's smart, like it's a. Ah, Abby was watching it. I wasn't watching it in the beginning, and then I'm like, oh shit, I like this show. I loved it. So that's what we went ate Mexican. Ordered some DoorDash and watched a couple episodes. I did watch the new season of Rick and Morty. I didn't realize that was a new season when it came in. Yeah. Very powerful. Very powerful. <laughs> it is. It's it's dark too. Because we are living in dark ass times. It's true. I mean, but like and they cuss so much more. Like every season it gets progressively worse. Like y'all know I let Charlie watch the first season. Yeah. And it was censored. Like they beeped out the cuss words. They don't need to beep them out no more. I don't know why they need to beep them out. Your daughter's singing. You let her watch a cream pie video, so play. <laughs> and she's singing every, you know, singing Tupac now. So mm. we're just really raising a, a fine, upstanding. Also, if you are anywhere near the Mount Sterling area, <laughs> March 1st, 2nd, 3rd. Fourth, fifth, fifth and, and sixth. sixth. <laughs> I mean, you can probably sneak in the first, second, or third. Uh, she's going to be in probably her last play. I don't know. She thinks she'll do it in high school. I do. I do. Well, I don't know. I, I want to say she will. We. She is Ursula in The Little Mermaid. And we've talked about this, but listen, I told Abby this. I will probably bawl my eyes out. It's awesome. She, like... We were looking, um, so she, like her seventh grade year, she was in a play, but I didn't get to see it. Sixth grade year. Sixth grade year. Nothing seventh grade year. Oh, yeah, nothing seventh grade, but sixth grade year, she was in a play we didn't get to see. So the last thing, I mean, she's never had a middle school play. Mm, she's, all, all of her experience mostly is in middle school play or Missoula. When she was in elementary school. Yeah, so, and, and know, she was always like the ensemble supporting it. She's a lead role, so. I'm nerv- I'm a nervous wreck for her. Um you know, but you got like if you know Charlie Thomas, and they said, "Okay, we're going to do the Little Mermaid." What character would she be? Ursula. Damn right, she'll be Ursula. Absolutely, absolutely. She. Um, it's hard, I think, for her because eighth graders are brutal. Eighth graders are complete jerks when anybody is being vulnerable. I feel like she's really embracing her daddy's traits, though. I don't, She's had to take some hard lessons about it, but I don't know that it's good all the time. <laughs> I didn't there say it was are good. there are some things that we need to shift. There's more, a good balance. Shift there. more team mom a little bit, but team anyway. mom, yeah. team mom, team mom. We don't need teen mom. No shit. Nope. Anyway, she um it, the vulnerability like being an eighth grader and being vulnerable is insane. You can't do everybody it. cares what everybody <laughs> thinks. Yeah. Meanwhile, everybody only cares what 
they're doing themselves. Like they're all self-centered at the same time. So it's such a weird, weird season in life. Um, I've been talking to friends who teach freshmen and they're, you know, asking like, when do they get to be empathetic? I was like, oh, it's not, no. (laughs) They're still, and because our kids are a little bit still socially delayed from everything, it's not coming anytime soon. They struggle. And I'm talking very holistically. There are outliers for sure, but it's just, it's, and it's not because of, I want to think that some of it's just development, you know, that they still, they're thinking about themselves. Even Charlie is still in this mode and mindset, despite how much we've poured into her about thinking about others and not caring what others think. She's still very self-conscious. So she's super nervous, I think. Um, When she's in the play and she's in that element and she's around other theater kids or the high school theater kids are around, she knows her worth. Yes. She has her confidence. She gets that validation through them. Yes. And like, yes. But the minute you put her in a room with kids who don't get it and kids who aren't theater kids and kids who she thinks, you know, um, have something to say about what she's doing or, you know, popularity or whatever, I can see that shifting on her and sh- that nervousness comes up. And so I'm... I'm nervous for her to know that that eighth grade performance is, that's hard, man. She's going to get up in front of her peers mm-hmm. and sing and dance and, and do this thing that she's amazing at. It's a little different than sports, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, but she's entertaining and that's so vulnerable. So I'm so proud of her for this. I don't think she'll ever, I, you know, <clears throat> theater and the arts are insurmountable in what they give people for the rest of their life but man Uh, i had her sing for me today i heard her i was in the bedroom how'd you you think she wasn't giving her a game to me i wanted to belt that shit out but she wouldn't do it i don't think she will in front of you i i want to think she will on stage oh yeah you know but don't hold back just throw that out there but i don't know we're Apparently, an Ursula costume is one of the most difficult things that you can come up with. And everybody has their own interpretation of it and what it's going to look like and how do you make the tentacles move and what do you want to do with them. And I'm, I would prefer she was like Doc Ock. <laughs> and they, they probably. So when they up. first called, listen, when they first called me and they were in like, we didn't know what to do. And I was apparently in charge of these tentacles. I was like, robotics. <laughs> how can we make them move? And I was like, Dr. Octavius. They think. They want me involved in this, but they don't know how extra I can be. And so then I got pulled from the project a couple times. <laughs> so I think they've got a plan. And I'm sure it will be beautiful and wonderful. And I was just on set the other day. And it's like, I can't believe it's middle school theater and what that looks like. And yeah, but damn, she's been practicing since October. Yeah. Yeah. Then we're going to do track and then swim. Maybe throw a gym class in there this summer. Our baby girl's going to be in high school. We're scheduling high school classes next week, and I want to vomit. So, damn. It, it, I just like. We're such young parents, too. We I mean, are. 20 something, I, I think. I don't know. I feel like we just graduated high school. <laughs> and then in two years, Charlie may have Abby in class, <laughs> which. Depending I don't on know what, what she takes for. for English next year, depending on what she takes. Can you imagine her with her friends in class with me? <laughs> like, does she call me? I'm going to make her call me Miss Thomas. Yeah. 
That's the only thing she can do. I bet she doesn't say a word. Probably not. I bet I just have to look at her. One good embarrassing story and it's lights out. The thing is, is I've had to like shut that down now. Like I'm thinking of just like my welcome back, welcome to school. Yeah. Welcome to school PowerPoint, whatever, slides. You got pictures of her on there? 100%, yeah. My kids. Like, and these are my, this is my, what do I do? Like, black her face out, like with a big ball. Like a picture or something. Like a sensor. I should. She is such a fun kid. She has so many fun photos. And I swear to God, she needs a good <laughs> slap upside the head sometimes. You wouldn't do it. No, but <laughs> I'd talk Harlan into doing it. <laughs> Harlan would. <laughs> hey, took you a bit to uh, see Heather the other day. He said, I'll punch you. He said that? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, Where did that. he pick that up I at? Oh, you're and kidding. And then Abby, me. the other night, she, he's like, I wonder if he would like to watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. Like the sport, not like. <laughs> not like WWE. Yeah. Listen, if you guys made it this far, we love you. This is always fun. It's way more fun. There's no kids upstairs. No, we got to go up there and deal with those little assholes. Usually they're yelling or I hear somebody like lingering by the door. Remember, you can, uh, I don't know if I said. Go see Charlie's play. If you're in the Mount Sterling area, a lot of people listen from Mount Sterling. Two weekends. It's also Abby's birthday weekend. That can be your gift to her. I'll be selling tickets on Friday night. Come mm-hmm. see me two hours Discounted. Early. Going right in our pocket. <laughs> I'm good. I'm gonna... <laughs> Scalping tickets to... <laughs> if you get there two... You need to get there two hours... Ticket sales start two hours before the shows. Yeah. I, I would suggest I getting there early. Love. My mom's bringing a squad. A squad. Yeah. You gotta get there early. Get those tickets... Um, don't forget, get amazonmusic.com forward slash close enough. We have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram. We don't post there a lot. One day we'll get really good at doing social media. We also have a, a TikTok. We do. Which is Abby, used to be Abby's personal TikTok. TikToks are really time consuming. I haven't, so I'm doing a, a podcast here at the house tomorrow and Dave's like, we should TikTok our Bourbon reviews. Like, There's no way. I don't even know how to fucking do it. No, you have three minutes. Like, what are you going to do? Like, splice them together real fast? I guess. I don't know. It's hard. TikTok's, Show our faces. TikTok takes time. Wow. We love you guys. Abby, I love you. I love you. You go upstairs and watch something else on TV because we ain't got no kids. We need to clean our house, dude. Got all day tomorrow. <laughs> if you like us, give us a share, review it on whatever platform you listen to, and listen to some uh, Tupac as we uh, ride off into the sunset. Bye. Until I die, ask me why I'm a boss player getting high And when I'm rolling by
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 